Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings, Social Studies. Brought to you by CarolHasTheBuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Time for some social studies. Nine o'clock on this Friday. Sarah Cazell's here to take us through it. Hi, Sarah. Yeah, hey, guys. Welcome in to social studies. Social studies on a Friday just Oh, it's the best. Different. Just hits different. Yes, it does. All right. And hey, a Suns win uh, on a Friday morning. That's always fun to talk about as well. They took game three from the Clippers last night, 129-124. Not 192, like I said in my update. <laughs> did I didn't even catch that. I did, Well, I, I corrected myself myself in real time, but I, um, you know, dyslexia might be happening. I don't know. <laughs> Just need to slow down around here. Uh, we're asking for your biggest takeaways, guys, from the team's win last night over the Clippers. That the Clippers threw everything, including the kitchen sink at the Suns last night with what they had to offer. This is a really, really hard team to kill. Mm. I mean, I was having so many thoughts of, you know, the, the, the horror movie villain that you just can't, you, you think they're dead, you turn their yeah. back. And the Suns would go up by double digits, and then all of a sudden it was down to six again. Uh, that was my biggest takeaway on the Clippers standpoint. This, you know, If the Suns are able to win this series, it will not be easy. Uh, the, the biggest takeaway from the Suns standpoint was Devin Booker is just feasting right yeah, now. He is me, unbelievable. Yeah, to me, the juxtaposition between Devin Booker's game and Kawhi Leonard's uh, in in street clothes just seemed to be another piece of evidence that things this things might be breaking our way this year. Yeah. Let's get into some of our listener responses. Their biggest takeaways from last night's win for the Suns. Terry Oldham says they won over and out. Roger. Sounds like he doesn't care how they won. He just cares that they won. That's a lot. Uh, the, the, the bottom line for a lot of people is doesn't matter. They're not all going to be pretty. You just need 16 of them. Yep. Still yeah. counts. It's yeah. true. It's yeah. true to that. Yep. Edwards says Devin Booker is the best two-way player in the league. Hmm. Agree? Hmm. Eh? He's certainly risen on that list a lot. I, I don't. I'm Giannis is too annoying. Yeah, him he's not better than Giannis. And but 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 again, he the way he's playing now, he's he's top five and on the rise. Yes. Dan LaCapa says that game was closer than it should have been. I think a lot of people felt that way with Kawhi sitting on the bench. Hoop IQ says Damian Lee minutes are positive minutes. This one from Jimmy from Philly. You guys will like this. DeAndre Ayton plays every game like it's his first day with hands, and he is still trying to figure out how to use them. <laughs> That's good. Can you imagine hands just all of a sudden sprouting? <laughs> what are these? What in the... Did anybody see anybody anywhere, everywhere, this where at once? What was the name of that movie? I did not. Oh, I didn't I, see no, it. All right, well. <laughs> cool. The Savage Wolf says DA cool. cannot... <laughs> If you had, there was a follow-up that was meant what you, in reference to what you were saying. Yes. Sprout? Oh, yes. goodness. Hot dog hands. Ooh, delicious. DA cannot be part of this team next season, says the Savage Wolf. Wow. Um, he got his second contract and called it a career. He wasn't saving it for the playoffs. This is just who he is now. And then Gerns and Bambo, always love reading tweets from Gerns and Bambo, says the Suns can... Gernsey, what's going on? <laughs> Dueling Bambos. Dueling uh, Bambos. Uh, Gerns and Bambo says the Suns continue to play to the level of the competitor during the first half. And then... 
Just Some Guy says, we have no bench scoring. That was obvious during the regular season and now glaringly obvious. All it is going to take is an injury or some foul trouble for this ship to go down. All right, let's get to the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, speaking of ships going down, yikes. Um, oh, no. <laughs> they released their new uniforms last this? night. Wow. I did, that Is was that violin fun. music right here? Yeah. That was not planned. Um, band, keep playing. <laughs> All right, the Arizona Cardinals put out their new unis last night. Uh, mixed reception from, from I think fans. that's I think that's being kind. It I think is. calling it mixed is being well, kind to what I'm witnessing. I I'm said witnessing. a mean thing, so I thought I would say a less mean thing. <laughs> I'm softening gotcha. the blow. Gotcha. And we'll see what people say. I wouldn't yeah. say it's mostly bad. I would say it's mostly meh. Yes. People's response. Yes, people so don't hate them. They just if you, if you have it mixed where it's some bad and some indifferent, it's not like it's half good and half bad. Yes, some, some good though. Some so, people like. Them. Well, what do you guys think about the Cardinals' new uniforms? Three looks, two yeah. new helmets. Uh, well, white and black. They kept the same colors. They got the the, the speckles on the on the white helmet yes. now with the silver face mask. The logos. Uh, the awesome. way this was phrased Metallic. on social studies was uh, fill in the blank. The team's new uniforms are. I'll go with new. Oh, new. that is factual. Yeah. That is all anybody asked for. I, 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 the white uniform I like because it's clean, but it's it's a ripoff of Ohio State. The, uh, the black one looks like the ripoff of Ohio State's alternate uniforms. Yeah, and, and I just it, there's just no creativity. There's just it's just it's it's as bland as you thought it was going to be. But this is people will pin this on the Cardinals. Oh, these are cheap looking uniforms. Yeah. Michael Bidwell strike. No, this he didn't design them. Okay, this is Nike's influence on. Football uniforms, but no input on. They don't show Look, the team the designs. I'm sure they do. Yeah, uh, it, but, but people were hoping for maybe the Arizona flag. Yes. or a, a, you know a different card, yeah, a slightly different Cardinals logo. The big or reference to Arizona is a giant font that says Arizona across the the chest of the red jersey. I think if you would have really listened to the fan base, what Jarrett said is true. The Arizona reference should have been working the flag back into yeah, on maybe the on the sleeve. Yeah. It doesn't have to awesome. be prominent. Um, Boy, was that I, yellow thing a false? Yeah, uh, I, I just think the, red heron, the lack, the, yellow the white and black, they're okay. The, the the red uniforms lack any kind of creativity at all. You ever eaten herring, Jarrett? What do you think? Oh, it's, oh. No, it, I like it okay, but it's not my favorite. My dad absolutely loves it, though. My parents really? loved it. Yes. She, we always uh, go to Chompy's because he likes the herring and the wine sauce. But now the one that we go to only carries the herring and the cream sauce, so he doesn't like it as <laughs> much. Not, that's not going to work for Jackie the Jet. Yep. Absolutely not. Get it together. All right. Some of our listeners, uh, their responses to the Cardinals uniforms. Brad Ching tweets us, Ohio State, Washington Commanders, Washington State, New Mexico knockoffs. This is atrocious. Josh T. says nothing really changed. It just feels like they're trying to have their fans look the other way. Liberty Lions Golf says, growing on me. Really? Yeah. And actually, I, I think that's Liberty Lions Golf as in Liberty High School's golf program. Oh, good. Shouldn't y'all be in school? <laughs> <laughs> I will say I always hold out further, like, final judgment until you see them on the field. Yes. In action. It's different. For but, sure. Yeah. Uh, Brian says, better than the previous uniforms, not a lot of wow factor. And then Shane Christensen says, it's a microcosm of our upcoming season. Underwhelming, lacking in any kind of highlights, and overall 
all disappointing. Oh, it is. Oh, it's weird that. that they're all monochromatic. I didn't. I, I I talked to Bick about that off the air. Like yeah. when they had three players, and that's a fancy in, word to say that the jerseys and the pants all have yeah, to yeah like the but, like the yeah. color rush yeah. jerseys three players that they in, had. in each one of the jersey pants combos. Are they going to switch it up at all? Right. Are they going to wear the red pants with the white jerseys and the white pants with the red jerseys? Well, yeah, I'd like to they, see the latter. The yeah. red jersey yeah. with the white pants. I'd be interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you think they would have shown that look if they yeah. were planning to wear them that way? I don't know that they had more than three, <laughs> three players. <laughs> And the team still in their contract. <laughs> oh, Buddha and D Hop are supposed to wear the Attention other combinations. Today, baby. No, no, I'm just, I'm just D Hop, and he came out in a Bills uniform. Oh, <laughs> or wow. Buddha Baker's coming out in a Raiders uniform. Oh, oh no. Gosh. <laughs> uh, they, I get, yeah. I'm going to go through that thread to see other reactions. Yes, to there the are uniforms. lots of reactions, and we didn't get time to get to our last question per usual, a tradition unlike any other on social studies. Um, but if you want to scroll through the most antiquated, outdated rules in all of sports, go to Twitter. Yes, follow us. The blackout there, rule. At Bickley underscore Murata. Yes. Oh, I thought maybe it was uh, based on the news of the Detroit Lions getting suspended for gambling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While the NFL makes how much money? Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Okay. Social studies every day at 9 o'clock. You can get involved at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Coming up next, Suns up 2-1. Will we see Kawhi Leonard on the floor tomorrow? Big looming question for the rest of this series. We'll get into that and more next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Bickley and Morata talk Suns Clippers. Now. He's established come playoff time. Uh, I mean, I think those of you who have obviously watched him play, look, for the better part of the second half of the year, he, he's played virtually every game other than the back-to-backs that were on the last two. But the guy's playing at an unbelievably high level. And, and far, to be honest with you, has has gotten back to the levels that he was, if not better. Um, so but he desperately, desperately wants to play. This is the playoffs. This is what these guys live for, and especially him, um, where he takes his game. I mean, he's one of the few players in the history of this game, of the highest level players, that, that his game just gets better and better uh, in these type of moments. So it's uh, he's extremely disappointed. That's Lawrence Frank, the president of the uh, L.A. Clippers, who, uh, as you pointed out earlier in the show, Vic, felt compelled to take the podium yesterday yeah. to talk about this strange development in this series prior to game three in the middle of the afternoon the Clippers rule Kawhi Leonard out with a knee sprain after and and, you know the the following information was this was suffered in game one he played through it in game two played brilliantly in in game two for the most part and I remember you know when when the Suns were trying to put the Clippers away in game two Kawhi Leonard would come down and hit a shot. Just that line drive jumper. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, is this guy human? Like, any time they needed an answer, he answered. Yeah. He's most certainly human, and that's proven by just the list of physical ailments that he's gone through. And, and I, I, I truly believe this. I have no inside information. This is just how I feel. We know Kawhi Leonard isn't exactly the quickest healer in the world. We know the L.A. Clippers tend to understate the severity of injuries, especially in the playoffs, to their star players. I would be surprised if we see Kawhi Leonard the rest of this series. 
it, to me, I'm really having a hard time reconciling what we're all watching here. Not that I'm complaining about it, because I watch game two, you watch game two. Um, he he didn't look compromised to me one bit. No. And there's there was no evidence that he injured himself between game two and game three. In fact, the Clippers were very surprised when they rolled up a shoot-around and found out this to be the case. What makes it even more murky is dating back to his time in San Antonio, when you think about why Kawhi Leonard left the Spurs initially many, many years ago, it was over this very issue, over Kawhi Leonard not trusting the medical people of the San Antonio Spurs. True. And then uh, an uncle of his, what's his name? Uncle Dennis. Uncle Dennis. Uncle Dennis seemed to be the guy running the Kawhi show. And then he's out of San Antonio and he's through Toronto. Now he's been in L.A. and this has been a recurring thing. So I don't know if Kawhi Leonard heals slow or if Kawhi Leonard just... Won't play until he's all until he just it has zero fear. Maybe that's maybe that's a better point. But I think they bleed together. Maybe is Kawhi Leonard going to feel if if he wasn't well enough to play yeah. last night? Is he going to feel better forty hours later to play in a game? No. And if he is, could he? Was it the injury severe enough that he couldn't have played through it once again? But there could be something three. about okay, they lost game three. They really need me. We need to win this. I'm going to play. That's through. the whole thing. I, after seeing the way he played in game two, how could you not? How can you make that decision? And if he plays tomorrow, it's very obvious that this was postseason load management, which. The Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, and everybody involved would get raked over the coals for that if that's what it is. They can't come out and say it because Mm -hmm. of that very reason. But if he plays tomorrow, that's what it was. Yeah. And the NBA is going to be livid about that, too. Well, even though the game wasn't on national TV. After the first two games, there was this growing idea that, oh, this cautious approach is actually paying off for the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard. All the time that they've invested into his way, it is finally paying off. And then, boom. It's I, I, I can't even imagine if you are a diehard Clipper fan, where are you going with this? But it's, it's just it's, it's crazy. I, brought, I brought that up to Vinny before the show. And he says, well, this is what happens when you build your team around two guys who are always hurt, who never play. I mean, they built their team around these yeah, p- two particular superstars. And in four years or whatever, they haven't been able to no. reap any benefits from it. And in a way, Ty Lu, the head coach, talked about that very thing, is how accustomed to this that the Clippers have become. You know, we've been here before. You know, um, as crazy as it may sound, you know, we have a you know a great roster and a, and a deep team. And so other guys get an opportunity to step up and play well. And I thought all our guys did that tonight, you know. And so you hate to see PG and Kawhi go down. But, you know, we want to control what we can control. And, you know, that's all we can do. And just come out and play hard, compete every single night. And like I said, I thought our guys did that. And so um, changing, you know, a few of the plays, and changing some things we do offensively with Kawhi being out. And I thought the guys did a good job of executing that. I mean, Steve Ballmer himself was quoted, he said um, to The Athletic prior to Game 3 about this subject, it's a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. But now you play with some house money. He's the guy writing the checks. And you got to wonder, how much longer the Clippers organization 
can try to, you know, put their eggs in this Kawhi Leonard, Paul George basket? Is it time to, to pull the plug on this experiment? Because as Jared pointed out, I mean, we're not a, a couple weeks or months into this. This is a years-long frustration oh, for is. that franchise. Oh, yeah. The, the when Suns they, played when the Clippers had, two years ago and they didn't have... Yes, when they've had championship caliber rosters. Not teams, but rosters. That's it. The, 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 we talk about all the bad breaks that the Suns get. Two years ago and this year... The Suns playing the Clippers without one or both of their stars is a huge break because we're seeing how good these Clippers teams are. Who knows if it would have upset the run a couple years ago and if it would upset the run this year if they were full strength. It's, it, it's got to be so aggravating when you don't have that availability. And that's and that, to me, it's really, really a tough deal. Now, the fact that their team president came down and tried to get out in front of this is, is quite something to me as well. Basically defending Kawhi Leonard's character. Wouldn't go in, into any detail about it, though. Just said it's a knee sprain. No, no, we're not going to talk about the symptoms or we're not going to talk about anything in detail it just is what it is but Lawrence Frank also said his 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 availability for game 4 has not yet to has not yet been determined if he goes out there on the court in game 4 it's going to it's going to be very suspicious mm-hmm. and yet at the same time it, it already feels that way to me because there was no there's there's no visual evidence of any injury. And look, we know better than anyone from Kevin Durant's sprained ankle in pregame that things can flare up when the adrenaline wears off. But an injury in game one showing up in the aftermath of game two. I guess <laughs> it's just not something that you hear about very yeah. often. All right, so let's say the rest of the entire Suns Clippers series, whether it goes five, six, or seven. Uh, total number of games that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George play combined. If this goes, seven, yeah, I, I think Vinny's right. I don't think we're, I don't think we're seeing either of them. I think the answer is two. If it goes seven, it's I not think, going seven. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm saying you're counting the two that already happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two is the answer. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe I, Kawhi Leonard will heal overnight. You, you hate to say it's a good break for the Suns because you don't want to. You don't want to prosper from someone else's misfortune. But um, credit to the Suns too, because yeah. you know, especially in the, these really recent playoff games, you know, uh, we've seen teams lose a player and overcome that. I mean, the the the, the, the excuse me, the Bucks. Routed their opponent in, in game two without Giannis. The Warriors, the Grizzlies. The, the, the Grizzlies won game two without Ja. The Warriors won game three last night without Draymond Green. Um, so that was kind of the trend that was going on. Yeah. And the Suns, the Clippers are minus two now. Yeah, I mean, because the Clippers, the Clippers won Game One without Paul George. Yeah, right. Yeah, true. The, the, both of them is too much. And score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Just text ticket to six twenty six twenty. Register and listen for your name Monday and Tuesday during the seven a.m. noon and five o'clock hours for your chance to qualify for Game Five tickets to see the Suns take on the Clippers. That's ticket to six twenty six twenty. Coming up next, it's Friday. It's nine thirty. It's time for Kabob. Kebabs, everybody. The Sports Kebab with Jared Carlin. Straight ahead on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Let's go to our website, ArizonaSports.com, for a quick look at our daily poll question before Jarrett Carlin offers up some jokes. Maybe we'll laugh. Maybe we won't. But first, what do you guys think about the Arizona Cardinals' new uniforms? I love them. They're okay. 
or I hate them. Of those choices? Yes. They're okay. Yeah, of those choices, that's where I'm at. I, hate's too strong of a word for me. Yeah, they don't deserve hate. They're just... Do the, do the Cardinals have better uniforms today than they had yesterday? The answer is yes. Low bar. They're okay. All right. They're okay gets 57% of the vote. Hate them gets 32% wow. of the vote. Only 11% say they love the Cardinals' new uniforms. 11%? 11%. That's, wow, that's higher than I thought it would be. Yeah. Based on the reaction that I Same. saw. And yeah. the reaction that Bick referenced earlier on. That's fair. I mean, there's some people who are like, anything different is good. Yeah, I guess yeah. people felt that way. Yeah. Well, they made the change. You can vote on uh, the Sanderson Ford poll question right now on the Cardinals uniforms on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. You on your way. You going to the top. You the next Lenny Bruce, man. It's crazy. It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Taking uh, by your reaction facially, Jarrett, that you are not responsible for changing the open. Not expecting that. Whoa, that was a uh, that woke me up. I just hope this part of it uh, has uh, eliminated all of those in the middle of the music. Oh, yes. oh yeah, we'll have to wait for that <laughs> yeah. to find out. Well, this is the sports kebab, and today is a special day because it is a Suns victory Friday, but it is also the day after 420. And I don't participate in that kind of thing, never have. Not into the sticky icky, the wacky tobacco, the devil's lettuce. Not into that kind of stuff. Some people are, though. I actually saw somebody yesterday who had the munchies. Nope, not yeah, done. still there. <laughs> I saw somebody who had the munchies so bad that he How was... How bad were they? He was going around airplanes trying to find a pitcher's toddler so that he could eat the dropped popcorn on the floor. That's how... That is... Things got bad for him. Now, they say 420 is like Christmas Eve for stoners. But the only difference is that on 420, those celebrating eat the milk and cookies that they leave out. <laughs> now, you know who hates the holiday? Who's that? Adam Silver. Ooh. Adam Silver does not like it because, wow. and it's not because lots of NBA players, you know, indulge. It's because he is constantly avoiding people with lighters who mistake him for a rolled up doobie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doobie. Now, this is a, this is actually a big time of year for NBA commissioner and thing you see crawling out of a strawberry under a microscope. Oh, 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 oh. Adam Silver. Uh, the NBA playoffs are in full swing, and one of the big stories is the return of the Sacramento Kings for the first time in 17 years. It's just awesome to see that arena rocking and the home court advantage again. It's a nice change, because usually this time of year, the only time you talk about court and Sacramento, it involves Kevin Johnson. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh boy. Oh. Now... <laughs> The Kings, allegedly, the Kings are up two to one on the defending champion Warriors, and they won both games at home. Now, I made some comments about the people of Sacramento earlier in the week. That was unfair, okay? It was unfair to call them ugly, okay? In fact, many of them I saw actually have their own adult picture websites. Yeah. It's called Homely Fans. Homely Fans. Is what <laughs> Homely Fans. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They are fine people. They are good-looking people. I mean, there's a reason why their mascot is a king. 
Here, King. Here, King. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Sorry, that's a Henny Youngman joke. But the big story in the playoffs actually has been the physicality, the suspensions, the dirty plays, the fines. I mean, more stars lost checks in the playoffs than yesterday on Twitter. Oh! <laughs> well done. And that actually brings us to... It is time for Jarrett Karnak of the Magnificent. All right, first one here. Uh, $8 a month. $8 a month. Eight bucks. $8 a month. Yes. Uh, what can the Pac-12 afford to pay athletes in NIL money? Next one here. Uh, four slash 20. Four slash 20. Four slash 20. Uh, what are Chris Paul's shooting stats for each game in the playoffs? Oh, oh, no. Oh, There's another local one here. Let's see here. Uh, uh, Footprint Center. Foot Footprint Center. Center. Footprint Center. Uh, what does Draymond Green call DeMontis Sabonis' chest? Whoa. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Draymond Green suspended for one game for stomping on Kings player Sabonis during game two. Reach for comment. Green said uh, he was very contrite and apologetic, saying the chest kick was a total accident that he was actually aiming for his groin. (laughs) Now, to be fair, in Sacramento, they call a shot to the groin lighting the beam, I believe is what that's called for some reason. That is one one thing I do like about the Kings crowd is how into it. I like the cowbells, man. It's just fun. After the playoffs, the only place you'll be able to see that many cowbells is in the barn where Madison Bumgarner will be working next year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Diamondbacks. They designated Mad Bum for assignment this week. After another terrible performance. Let me put it this way. A SpaceX rocket exploded, and that was only the second biggest rapid unscheduled disassembly that day. (laughs) Come on, though, Elon. I mean, between Tesla crashes and SpaceX explosions, the only thing that quickly implodes and falls apart in California that Elon Musk doesn't have to do with is Kawhi Leonard. Because, yeah, the other local news I'll conclude with here is the Suns. Because the Suns are up 2-1 to one on the undermanned Clippers. Thanks to Devin Booker. He has been fantastic. He has been unstoppable. He has been on fire. Let me put it this way. If Devin, or Devin Booker is so hot. How hot is he? He is so hot that he just broke up with himself and started dating Bad Bunny. <laughs> that is hot. Well done. Good job, Jared. Well Thank done. Thank you. Was that the end? That's the end. That was a, especially brutal this week. <laughs> I don't, that Madison Bumgarner joke was old, though. <laughs> He's not on the team anymore. I know. Sometimes there are certain guys that I like wait for the day they're no longer in the team so I can let them have it. Well, I mean, we had that close personal relationship with Madison Bumgarner from all of his appearances, <laughs> appearances. on the Burns uh, Murata show. On the Burns and Gambo show. Well, I, I had that in my head because that was the one interview he did on the stage do you, was with Burns. Do you think he'll pitch again this year? Yes. Do you think he'll pitch again after this year? No. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, 
Yeah, can you adjust the uh, the rabbit ears on this segment? Because that static is really just getting to me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. That's the Sports Kebab with Jarrett Carlin. You can follow Jarrett on Twitter. Do it quick before yes. Elon personally suspends Jarrett's account for comments made yeah, on I, the Kebab I, today. I, uh, I lost my blue check. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> It's a white check, by the way. Uh, I, my white check in the blue ribbon box, uh, mine's gone. Yeah, mine yeah. too. It's gone for... But listen, it's... It, and how different do I feel about it? Yeah. Zero. The $8 doesn't... It, it, that's not the argument at all. It's the goal to charge the cr- content creators yes. to be on the platform. To charge journalists. No, to charge thank you. S- no, superstars. Ugh. Take a walk. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Or several seats. Yes. <laughs> Whichever yes. you prefer. Yes. <laughs> Good kebab this week, Jared. Yes. Uh, coming up next, we'll close out the Friday edition with a little crosstalk. We'll be joined by uh, Ron Wolfley and Paul Calvisi next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Bickley and Murata talk Suns Clippers. Now. Durant again gets the inbounds pass and the Clippers will call off the dogs. They will let KD... Dribble out the remaining second, and the Suns win 129-124. The final score in Game 3 of this first-round playoff matchup with the Clippers. John Bloom on the final call on the Suns radio network, and yeah, you put it well. Clippers called off the dogs. That was the only time they called off the dogs in the entire game, and a deep breath moment for the Suns as they take a 2-1 series lead. So we continue here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, joined now by the guys you'll hear on the next show from 10 to 2. Luke's got the day off. He's at Coachella. Uh, so Wolf is, is he here. Really? And Paulie's here. What Paul Calvisi. Paul Calvisi. I just drove through Coachella over Easter weekend to L.A. I paid something like six eighteen a gallon for gas in Coachella. So there you go. That's my memory of going through Coachella. Paul, nobody cares. They're charging a little bit more for Coachella tickets, I think. So you, you <laughs> got off bit. easy, Paulie. A little bit. Uh, deep breath moment at the end. Of, that was a deep breath game for the Suns. Devin Booker was outstanding, and they needed every single thing he did to get past that, that, that Clippers team that very well could have come out kind of crestfallen after the Kawhi Leonard news. They didn't. Uh, they, they played really hard, but a good win for the Suns. Yeah, no, you know, honestly, going into Game 3, guys, I felt like it was a must-win for the Phoenix Suns. When the news came down about Kawhi Leonard and the fact that he was not going to play, I, I felt like it was a must-win. And having said that, I reject myself in front of King and Country for literally saying that. But you, you just had this feeling if the Suns could not take advantage of that game three and all the import of game three and how important it was they went out and seized control of the momentum in this series if they couldn't do it without Kawhi Leonard in the lineup when might they be able to do it Mm -hmm. I I thought it was a huge win for the Suns and also too guys because there was so much expectation that was on the Suns to win the game Yes, it's a hard thing to actually go out and do sometimes when the expectation is that high. I thought they handled the pressure. They did what they had to do. They won the game. And then you hoped that things didn't happen in threes because what had just happened in the NBA, the Grizz went home and got a win without John Morant. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Bucks went home and got a win without Giannis. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh boy, could the Clippers pull off a similar deal here minus their two stars? But the star of the game, obviously, was Devin Booker to come full circle. It's almost like he's been listening to these media narratives where people have been like, oh, geez, 
who's the best player in the series, Kawhi or KD? And he's like, I got your best player right here on either end of the floor because was he not a force defensively as well? Paulie, you got to save this stuff, okay? We got four hours. Hey, you guys save me from the office down the hall. Wolf's in there cranking hard rock with not suitable for workplace lyrics. Really? I'm going to have him written up by HR. Where's Connie? I'm offended by some of the lyrics and the music that what Wolf was, was just playing? listening to. Uh, Were you listen, playing Pantera, Wolf? Playing some no, rage? I, was, I was playing a little. Yeah, okay, Paul. Just <laughs> It'll be in my report. It'll be in my report. Right now. I'm going to email it out to the staff. Let's get off of this. The puddle of mud. Okay, I didn't oh, know okay. some of this stuff. I think a very underrated band, as a matter of fact, the puddle of mud. Stuff he would I never play exactly at the compound. I, I'm yeah. just yeah. saying, yeah. Paul, you anyway, guys. You made it very talk, uncomfortable. Let's talk about you know, he did. He, he embarrassed me. He does this all the time, by the way. Yeah, I might add that. But the, guys, the game we you know saw. the end of game two when there was that shoulder between Chris Paul and, and Russell Kawhi, Westbrook? Yeah, yeah, right, you know, yeah, right? Remember Kawhi, that? It was Kawhi and Chris Paul. It was Kawhi. Paul. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, you know, it's sort of like what I did figuratively to Wolf yeah. out in the hallway well, for the next yeah, four hours. Right, Paul, That's okay. Thank you very much. Um, honestly, what you distract me. Oh, Devin Booker. Yeah, we were talking about Book. Guys, I mean, honestly, right now, one of the most legendary performances we've seen from Devin Booker. Oh, yeah. Uh, without a doubt, to me, it was, I thought, his best playoff game that I've seen him play. It when was, you consider everything. It was up there. I mean, the, the closeout game against the Lakers in that in that first playoff run when he had 47 was was. Yeah, the, but this know, was real close. This was this was legendary as well. When you take all the numbers that he posted in this, and he did not turn the ball over. Yes. He did not have that. That is the yeah. first time, according to Stat Muse, I believe, in NBA history, that has happened. Somebody um, posted those numbers without a turnover. He just was perfect. I right, listen. The thing I agree with everything you're saying. The thing that I said earlier that I want to fold into this is after Game Two, Devin Booker and Chris Paul seating together said, "We need to stop." harping on officiating. And Devin Booker said, we've got to hold each other accountable. He's mm. looking at Chris Paul because we're the two worst on the team at this. And I thought, wow, this could be a real breakthrough because if if Devin Booker could get the officials out of his head and get that level of control, lights out. Yeah, it's no, going to be lights out. Danny, it's a great point because honestly, once again, this is what leadership is all about. It's about accountability. It's about looking at yourself first and holding yourself to a standard you're not going to keep anyone else to. And I think when you've got a Chris Paul to your point right there with you and you come together and say, we've got to do this for the betterment of the team, hold ourselves to a standard that we're not going to hold anyone else to, it sends a message to everybody else and gives them a sense of direction and a sense of of accomplishment that they're to me I think what you just said could be the key to the Phoenix Suns going through the entire playoffs. Well, it's amazing what happens when you stop whining and you yeah. start attacking. Yes. Exactly. Just and they did. Cease and desist with the griping and the grousing. Sure. Go and attack the, the rim and, the and oh by the way you shoot 46 free throws. Yeah. And 37 free throws in the second half. But I did say this to Bick earlier and I do believe this. It was that rare game when the Suns actually got a lot of calls. And, and and not just the ones that they earned, but they got a lot of calls. And I think the frustrated team on that front last night was, was the Clippers. And you could tell by some of the reactions. Tyron Lue, I think the first question to him after the game was, what did this game come down to? He paused and he said, well, two things. One, free throws. And two, Devin Booker. Yeah. So to your point, yeah. yes. But then yeah. again... 
and you have no rim protectors on the floor for most of the second half, Tyron Lue and, and the Clippers, then what are the Suns going to do? They're going to take it to the cup. And well. furthermore, if you're not trying to fool the referees by putting your backside on the ground when there's no contact, you, the calls come to you now. Yes. No, I can't stand that. Same. You know, honestly, Same. I cannot stand the flop. Stay in your feet. That is going on out there. Listen, I'm going to give you my best. All I ask from you is you give me your best, and we'll let the chips fall where they may. When yep. you start getting into the clown chip of flopping all yes. over the floor, it yes. drives me nuts. Same. Yeah, and and one of the things that we talked about, too, the Clippers only shoot 13 free throws. They did attack through, and they had a layup drill going in the, in the second half, but I think it's because the Suns' defense was so far away from any of those guys going to the rim, they couldn't foul them. You know what? If DeAndre Ayton fouls out in one of these games, I wouldn't mind. DA's got to pick <laughs> Honestly. it up. Honestly. Yes. Gotta, here get, we go. Get somewhere near the rim and protect it. <laughs> yeah, Let's go, right. DA. I didn't even realize it. One foul in 35 minutes. Oh, oh there you go. You got a lot, oh, boy. You guys got a lot to do. Yeah, can't wait today. to listen to you guys today. Yes. It'll be a family-appropriate show, unlike <laughs> what's going on in that office. <laughs> yes. I Come think on, all, all puddle of mud bumpers today. <laughs> yeah, by the way, give me some shade so I can't see. You know, the, the light reflecting off Paul's forehead is bright. Give me the powder. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, Wolf and Paul Calvisi up next from 10 to 2. Thanks to Kellen Olsen, Law Murray. Thanks to you for joining us. We'll catch you Monday. Have a great weekend. We leave you with this. That could have turned into something ugly. Oh. oh you saw some of those fans. Been. Oh. Yeah, they sure oh. were ugly. I agree. Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. oh, my ah. Did you ever see that crowd in Sacramento, oh, Jared? Oh, God. Some of them were wearing the cowbells around their neck. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Sus, mid even, sketch maybe, possibly. Maybe meh. Maybe eh. <laughs> meh. Cringe. Cringe. Not slay. Base. Bearded dragon lizard. Sounds like our producer. The Panama Canal <laughs> of hair. It's just like this big Pangea. It's, what, of it's hair. big Pangea of hair. Chrysoris. <laughs> Kelly Tribuca. <laughs> Matt Geiger. Pierce the Veil. Jake Woodford all the way out for St. Louis. It tickled the twine. Every possession matters. It's there the were, playoffs. There were, this is what Monty Williams gets for sitting everybody in those last two games. Fire. It's going to be fire. Fire. No gold. <laughs> Where's the gold? Get a rebound. Yeah. Maybe you should play more video games if that's how it'd be effect. I'm Casey Kasem. Now, on with the countdown. Don't care. He's old. So old. Uh-oh. Well, a San Diego State. <laughs> he got to coordinate. Coordinate. Blown up, sir. <laughs> Throw a pitch. A meatball pitch. <laughs> Goodbye. Farewell. Adios and good night. Jared. Paparazzi loves them some Jared Carlin. <laughs> Beef. Paul Goldshift. Point book. Point book. Point book. The Funkitos. The Funkitos. The Suns no. roster is Marilyn Monroe. Thrusting pelvic. How dare you slap Billy Crystal on the face like that? <laughs> well, you're a wimp. How do you feel about a newt bar, Jared? Fondelac, huh? Every once in a while on this show, I like to uh, channel my inner nun. All right, it's hot out. Yay!